the three of us, we had our first real climbing day out there, which was a test for all of us physically. And we got to describe what that was like. And they said, so what was the hardest part? And we were like, the approach, <laughs> the approach. You know, that's not what people normally say. It was like, yeah, it was like one long bouldering problem for us, you know? Being the only three people with disability among a couple hundred people was something that really could change the way they do these rock trips in the future that they've been doing for 20 years. From Outside Magazine, this is The Daily Rally. Short stories of resilience in the face of big challenges and unexpected adventures. Today, a climber sees a chance to push for change in an unlikely place. After this. My name is Karima Batts. I was given the nickname Hopness, H-O-P-N-E-S-S, by a group of my first paraclimbers. So everybody referred to me as her Hopness, which is like an amputee version of her highness. It's also my Instagram handle and my license plate. <laughs> I grew up in Flappish, Brooklyn, New York, and I currently live in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, New York. I'm a professional seat filler. I figured that if God gave me such a big butt, I should probably use it. <laughs> My business card would probably say outdoor enthusiast and community builder. As founder of Adaptive Climbing Group, I sponsor athletes to compete nationally, internationally. And every year we pick up to about an average of 20 athletes from across the United States to be able to break that equitable barrier to the sport of climbing. As a, a Black woman who has, you know, Cherokee heritage, who is a woman of size, who is a person with a disability, I definitely like to foster leadership in people. My passion is actually a being of service. In January 2022, I received an email from some folks at Adidas, and they said, hey, we'd like to invite you and your athletes to the Petzl Rock Trip in Manichaea, Greece. If people who don't know the Petzl Rock Trip, it's kind of like saying, you know, the NBA All-Stars, right? They invite literally the best climbers from around the world. They pick one place in the world that is not a developed climbing area, and they developed this climbing area and put up all new first descents. First thing I asked them was, what would you like me to do? <laughs> because I said, it can't be to be climbing. No, that's not what you want me to do there. Want me to take some pictures? Even among paraclimbers, I am definitely not anywhere near even the people that I sponsor to compete. But I saw this also as a great opportunity to incorporate these athletes that I do love to get the opportunity because not that there's never been a paraclimber at a Petzl Rock Trick, but there was no one who was officially invited. The three of us who came, one was Ryan Zarzuela, who is a one-armed climber, Latino from Queens, very strong, in his 20s, and Melissa Ruiz, who is in, from the Bronx, and she has cerebral palsy, so she has to use walking aids. 
in order to climb. And she doesn't have control over like hips and leg function. You have me who's a below knee amputee with some other invisible comorbidities due to my stage four cancer survivorship. I was so paying attention to the ability portion because there are some challenges. The trips for paraclimbers are tailored. You know, like we try to find the most accessible routes that are not very challenging approach so all the physical energy can be placed on the climbing. But here, even some of the routes have question marks next to what the ratings were. And they're like, approach five minutes, maybe? <laughs> like question mark. Maybe that approach might be five minutes for one person and it could be like endless for us. Are we scrambling? Is it steep, loose rock and rock fall? Or especially when you're with a group of able-bodied people and you're only people with disabilities, you constantly put yourself in a place of apologizing for not being able to move as fast or move like they do or choosing a different path, for instance. It was, must have been the most beautiful day where the sun is shining, but not so intense you want to run away. And it was just the right amount of breeze. And considering it was May in Greece, it was kind of amazing. The rock there is limestone, but it's new limestone. So it can be uh, sharp as well as chossy. And the approach was not easy. It was very steep. It was windy. There were tons of boulder, rock, obstacles, thorns. So the thing about me hiking on steep trails and also my colleague is Melissa's because our impairment is of our legs, we do a lot of like hand feet. The same way that you would read a climbing route, we're reading a hiking route. And then there's this one specific moment where I got to a really hard part of this approach. I had to stop. You know, I wanted to like take a break. I've been on hikes before and being that last person on the trail and everybody waiting for me. And the look of their faces when I finally catch up. And I hate that feeling, which is why I stopped doing it. I said to Dickie, who is this a wonderful French climber, and I, and I said, hey, you know, you guys can go ahead of us if you want. It's going to take us a while to get through this section. You know, if you want to go ahead and start climbing, we'll, we'll meet you up there. And they were like, no, that's OK. We're not in a rush. That was the first time someone said that to me. It might have been the first time someone said that to me when I've been on a hike with able-bodied people. And I felt like the most prolific part of it was actually just us all getting to the top together. That exchange of, no, we don't want to rush ahead. We're just all hiking together. I know, it seems so simple. It sounds like, oh, it's not a really big deal. I'm like, no, it's, it's massively huge. I felt in that moment that like, oh shoot, we really are climbing together because you know, you can't help but feel separate in a space where you approach life completely different. I don't have to be or feel or or no expectations and do anything except for myself and just truly be in this country I've never been in before on this rocks I've never been in before, have beautiful, wonderful conversation of just love and learning. Now I could talk about the amazing climbing and the first one arm ascent of a couple of routes that happened and the first fat girl ascents that I did, you know, but I really think that was the least important part of it. 
we had an opportunity to change a lot of people's minds, hearts, to, to expand their way of thinking. And what I learned during that week at the Pencil Rock trip is that the world is changing in a, a vastly better way. It can be hard for people to grasp that. But there's these little moments that make you think something is going to be better. Karima Batts is a paraclimber, stage four cancer survivor, amputee, diversity equity advocate, and founder of Adaptive Climbing Group. She is currently up to something fabulous on a climbing route or in New York City. Maybe both. You can follow her adventures on Instagram at herhopness, which is H-E-R-H-O-P-N-E-S-S, and online at karimabats.com. This story was produced by Patty O'Connell. We want to hear your stories. Please nominate the people in your life who found a way to rally. Go to outsideonline.com slash daily rally, where you can also see photos of many of our guests. The Daily Rally was created for Outside by me, Kat Jaffe, and House of Pod. The executive producer for Outside is Michael Roberts. Additional production and script editing by Marin Larson. Our audio editors are Kevin Seaman and Benny Beausoleil. And our music is composed by Louis Weeks. We appreciate our Outside Plus members who make this show possible. If you're not already a member, you can join us at outsideonline.com slash pod plus. Thank you for listening.